This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, working class on DeerCast, another episode. It's like an early morning episode. We're all drinking coffee, Not having me. a good time. Yeah. Eric's having a Mountain Dew. For a lot of people, that's kind of like their coffee. Respect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Geyer here. Doug Schmidt. Eric Common. Scott Sullivan. Nick Whitworth. So you guys are like, I don't know. We have different co-hosts all the time. Eric, you've never been on a working class on DeerCast episode. No, nope, this is my first time. And oh, whoa. You guys are buddies of ours who yep. both killed good deer this year. Congrats, congrats. And you guys came on out to the studio to hang out and drink coffee with us. Heck yeah. We're adults. We are. I hate <laughs> it. Right? Scott, <laughs> Scotty, who are you and where are you from? Well, I'm Scott Sullivan. I'm from Geneseo, Illinois. Um, grew up in Port Byron. And, um, like shoot deer. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Nick? <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin, New Glarus. Um, I got oh, married, two kids, and same thing. I just love killing deer, being in the woods. That's Hell what it's yeah. about, man. That's what it's right. about. Well, thanks yeah. for doing this with hey, us. We do too. Yes. <laughs> uh, you guys both killed good deer. Scotty killed a buck that uh, I've been kind of calling it the Snortwees buck. Oh, yeah. Because the story is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, Scotty, you dove in recently like heavily into traditional archery. Yeah. Yep. Talk about that a little bit because to me, I will do it one day, but I think you're crazy a little bit. But I respect yeah, but it. But he the like same dove time. in, dove in. Well, Scotty doesn't do, like do anything just a little bit. Like you yeah. go all in when you find something you like. Yeah, I go stupid with it. Um, but I think that's fun, right? I mean, it keeps you entertained. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, last year, I, that's when I dove into it pretty heavy. Um, I sold my compound. Like that's how hard I went into it. Sold all my. Well, you. I didn't know you did that. I didn't know you sold it all together. Yeah, I. I'm. I missed like 15 deer last year with a longbow. <laughs> it was it was fun, but like after yeah. like the tenth one, I'm like, all right, something's gotta something's gotta happen. And I actually shot a doe January 9th. 
oh yeah last year late, late. yeah come so down to the last cool. day like hey i did it you know i finally right. did it yeah eight yard shot on a dell it it's a big accomplishment sweet. yeah it was sweet and uh well i had that same mentality is like well i could do it and i went into this year doing that i uh, went out to south dakota with my recurve which I don't know why I even did that. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, I can come back home, go after it at home, get close to stuff at home. And had a had one of my bucks at like 52 yards. Mm-hmm. I want to say October 3rd. And so like right away. Yeah. And there I am just sitting with my recurve. I'm like, yeah, I can't do anything about this. <laughs> Sick, bro. That's awesome. Sick. I, I come love little, watching come deer. Come a little closer. <laughs> yeah. I love watching deer. You're a bird watcher. You're done. Yeah. You just yeah. give him the parade wave as he walks by. <laughs> yeah. Smile away, boys. Smile yeah. away. So then uh, kind of, I was like, man, I, I'd like to have a wall just full of big deer. Like a resume. Yeah. You yeah. I'd like to start building on that. And uh, I don't think I'm going to. I could do it with a recurve, but it's take a lot longer. Yeah, it'd take a whole lot longer. <laughs> a lot longer. Your skills got to be on point. Yeah, and it's just yeah, you, harder. You literally got to shoot every day. Like it's, I gap shoot with it. Mm-hmm. So, like I take a week off from it. It's like explain it gap all. shooting because there might be people watching or listening. They're like, what the hell is gap shooting? So, I use the tip of my arrow to aim. Okay, and like. I don't even really use a rangefinder doing it. It's just all, you know, vision memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, so, like, 35 yards was, like, my point on. So mm-hmm. the tip of my arrow is directly where I want to hit. And oh, then, gotcha, yeah. Like, anything 26 and closer, I was, the tip of my arrow was about eight to a foot low mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. I wanted to hit. So you just draw a straight line up and then... Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. But <laughs> wow, nice. Sometimes yeah. uh, it just doesn't. I'd have really good days shooting, and then there'd be days I'd fling like three arrows. I'm like, nah, I ain't doing this. Not today. feeling it. Yeah, not feeling. Just it. wasn't shooting good. And you got to do that with traditional because if you just keep, I feel like you keep pushing through it, you're just gonna get worse. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, I don't. Does this apply like the you know practice makes perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because Form, form and repetition with traditional is like everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And you start capitalizing on something bad, you're just going to follow with that. So it's almost what, like you dig your hole deeper yeah, and yep. you're like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But uh, no, I. Uh, so October 3rd, you're parade waving. Yeah. A deer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I kept going out and texted a buddy of mine. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you got a compound I can just bum for like a little bit i'm like because there's this one buck like i'm like it just needs to, yeah I'm like it needs to die i, I need to kill him yeah. Yeah. i'll pay you back i promise yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh skips down i want to say it was he let me he let me bum one and uh i got all sighted and stuff ready to go how to feel shooting a compound again it was nice Wheel, <laughs> it was nice <laughs> wheels are for cars yeah <laughs> and uh i want to say it was october 20th and the one farm I hunt, my stepmom's farm, um, for like the past three years, like it turns on the 20th to like the 27th. Mm-hmm. And I, I get a lot of buck photos then. And I had this one I thought is a buck from 2017. I thought it was this buck I named Towers. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was on his downside. And I'm like, dang, he actually like 
he's lived a while and he the pictures i had of him were like i'm like he's a brute mm -hmm. and uh yeah i actually saw him i want to say the 20th or the 21st and uh <laughs> 45 yards coming down into the woods like kind of away on the back side of my food plot i didn't have any calls with me or nothing like i was like instead of just being like right i was like <laughs> and he just bolted off <laughs> like i stood there for like 10 minutes i'm like why did i do that <laughs> i'm so stupid <laughs> i'm like yeah i just blew him out yeah. of this farm <laughs> i think you called me like how long after that did you because you called me shortly after right oh yeah it was like probably 20 30 minutes after i'm like Dude, did I just mess this up, Roy? Hey, you, know, you know how I'm I'm, an I idiot. know I'm stupid? <laughs> what, yeah. well, I'm such an idiot. What, well, it happened. Austin Chandler was in the studio, and I was telling him the story, and he thought it was pretty funny. Because it's, <laughs> It wouldn't have been as funny, but the way you called me, and we're like, like you knew. Yeah. Like, I was like, you didn't like set him up with like a grunt, or like you just hit him with a hard snort when he's wrapped I was like, well, you scared the living hell out of him, I yeah. first of all. and It wouldn't be as funny either if it didn't come from Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't even, like, he was just cruising. Like, he wasn't, like, Mind slow his own business. walking. Yeah. And I, I stand up in my boat, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he just takes off. Like, I'm like, whoops. Oh, Doug. Doug's the like, yeah, first sweet. one to say the, the F word on a jury D dang episode. It. That's not surprising. <laughs> All right, but uh, Doug, you got to put um, dollar in the jar. That's ten bucks to make a wish foundation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Doug won. Doug should do that on the jury series every time someone cusses. Oh, that's a good idea. Then just, 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 just put a snort and weasel. Just put a snort and weasel over it. <laughs> ten bucks to make a wish foundation. Just put a snort and weasel over it. Yeah, we'll fix it. <laughs> but, I'll, have, uh, I'll have Matt, Matt uh, invoice you. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I uh, <laughs> that's like dang it. <laughs> From, I got him on camera on the same plot, like three days later. Mm -hmm. Well, he he liked he liked a southeast wind, and so you scared him, but you didn't scare him too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kurt was telling he's like, if you scared him that bad, he's like more than likely there's something bigger in there, and he's not. You know, he's like, or you just scared the yeah, heck out of him, crap yeah. out of him, <laughs> and uh, it's like, well, I'll keep hunting it. I had him, you know, every picture I had of him in the plot was on a southeast wind and i knew my stand was good for that wind and i think i i killed him on a straight south wind because i went up to I, there's my plots right below the hill from a cornfield was it the first south after a bunch of norths northwest wind and then i would it, say a, yeah mark and then it i learned that from right mark around. this year is uh, the first south after a bunch of north winds is really good supposed to be really good yeah hmm. just curious and uh so there was a bunch of deer piling out into the field and he came into the f the far he was probably 200 yards out and he walked into the field and uh it's actually the calmest i've ever been seeing you know a buck i was after mm -hmm. i was just like i like replaying it in my head after i shot him do not snort wheeze. Yeah. <laughs> the urge to snort wheeze yeah. for Scotty was so strong. 200 yards out. Just, <laughs> just trying. He's gonna, he's gonna, Don't do it. His, Don't do his, it. His, his hand over his mouth. Don't do it. He's breathing heavy. We're, we're going to call you Scotty Snortwees yeah. from now on. And uh, I, uh, 
I just watched him do his thing. And there was, I had a couple does walk out in front of me. I had a doe with two fawns with her and stuff was just kind of ramping up. I'm like, he kept looking over towards me and them. I'm like, he's going to do something with that doe. And sure as crap. (laughs) (laughs) I can say shit on the (laughs) book. Hey, I don't know. (laughs) But I'll still put you down for Matt to invoice you. (laughs) But uh, he came, he got to about 80 yards and he started chasing that doe around. And he was gone for about an hour. Mm -hmm. And that doe came out back into the field right where he chased her in. And uh, I actually did call him in. It was actually pretty sweet. You didn't snort weasel. No, no, Definitely not. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> and uh, I grunted at him, and he he looked over towards me and was kind of like, "Meh, whatever." Mm-hmm. And uh, I did like a tending grunt, like you know, mm-hmm. burp, 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 just yeah, kind of like crazy. another buck on a doe yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and that really stopped him. And uh, he looked at me. He looked my way for like twenty minutes, just scanning. Yeah, which is a good thing because you know you got their like attention. You piqued their interest yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I did just a real deep, long growl at him, and that was like hook, line, sinker. Really? Yeah, because he he started walking and he came to. He started walking uh, west, and he walked straight up the tree line, like hooked around, like trying to get my wind, and. He, he walked right where I walked on the edge of the field. Mm-hmm. That's why I was kind of like... Oh, crap. Oh, no. Yeah. And no, it was like a nine-yard shot. Money. Yeah, done. Buried it into the opposite shoulder. He's yeah. Dead out in the middle of the field, 40 yards. Oh, he died in the field. Yeah. Man, that's a yeah, good feeling. I watched him go down. It was, yeah, that was, it was very sweet, good man. Feeling. Man, so you're back on the Wheels are for Cars team. Yeah. What I'm good, like, I'm killing everything now. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's what happens, though, when you when you take your compound out there. He's at nine yards. That's true. Right? I know. Right. He's at 50 yards. Yeah. yeah. It's how it always works. Yeah. Right? My doe and my buck this year were both like 11 yards, nine yards. The doe was 11. <laughs> my buck was nine. That's crazy. That's funny how it works. Well, normally, like when we used to gun hunt, you know, I'd have a tough season or same circumstance, but like uh, one year, I think the last time I gun hunted in Illinois was like 2010. I killed a pretty good buck and I see him out at like a hundred yards. I'm like, I don't know if I want to shoot him. And he had like a good brow and you know, couldn't, he was far enough. I couldn't shot him with a bow mm-hmm. and I have a muzzle loader and here he comes, pops up on the ridge right next to me, 10 yards. And I'm like, <laughs> smoke, you know what I mean? Smoke pulled him right there. And I'm like, it would have been perfect with a bow and I'm right. waiting all season. Yeah. So yeah, it's just the way it works. I think well, like, don't move <laughs> even my my gun bucks my big one was like 10 12 yard shot yeah and i put all three slugs into them you're, i pumped you're, that gun faster than anybody you're 173 or whatever he yeah. was yeah and that was yeah sure I put, he wasn't going anywhere yeah i hit him in the shoulder the midsection and then the ass yeah you, were, like, <laughs> you, were, you were young when you shot that deer weren't yeah you? i was 16 this buck have you guys seen this deer yeah in person, it is not in per- I don't think we see in person, I think, I think so just in pictures. It yeah. nets yeah. 170, don't it? Yeah, I believe because I measured it, it was uh, 11 years ago now, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably actually 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's huge, but it's like kind of spindly. Yeah, like it's far, like the tines you can grab the two and the three and squeeze them together, and you can see it, it like flexes. Oh, like, really? I yeah. can't believe he never broke anything off. I know. Well, I'd get drunk and do that. I'm like, I'm going to be the idiot that breaks one off. Snap <laughs> yeah. be mad. Starts you as a stern yeah. stick. Yeah. It's it's a really impressive buck. Yeah. It's, but 
So anyway, yeah, I mean, that's how it works, though. It's like when mm-hmm. you have uh, whatever you take it, though. I mean, it's cool to make a great shot. I like when you hit that offside shoulder because it's like what it worries you at first. If like you you can be like, oh, I shouldered him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I didn't get penetration. But if you see it, how it actually is, if you hit the offside shoulder, mm-hmm. it's like, man, you know, you're you you hit everything yeah. you need. You, to hit, hit. you yeah. hit everything going to that shoulder. So, yeah. So I, I like it when that happens. Like my latest buck, I hit offside shoulder and I was just mm-hmm. like, Ooh, he's done. <laughs> you're done. You know what I mean? You have like that confidence. And then to watch him go down in an open field where you can drive right up to it and like, oh, yeah. You just know, like, one, you, you're successful, and two, it's easy to get them out. Yeah. Which is a bonus. Yeah, there oh, is it, nothing better than seeing them go down. You Even if you know you smoked a buck and he goes over the hill and you don't see him go down or hear him go down, I feel like you're always like, man, I thought that yeah, shot did was Did I actually good. smoke him? Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you always question things because you don't know. Even if it was like, that was perfect, you're like, man, all right, I'm going to give him a couple hours. Right. And that, that goes back to kind of like Austin's situation is 190. Yeah. It's like... Or he goes over the hill and you're like, you hear something like, did he crash? Yeah, did yeah. he crash? Yeah. I didn't, and then you start thinking even more. You're like, well, I don't know if the, that was him crashing or not. Mm. Yeah, it could have been a squirrel stuff, running yeah. when he came over the hill. Well, your buck, your big buck, Doug, the 17-inch G2 buck, you smoked him, right? But you were unsure? I, was, I thought I was a little back, but I was actually... He was quartering to me a little bit more than I thought, so it came out perfect. So oh. we gave him like... Two out an hour Quartering, and a half, yeah. yeah. Quartering away from you, yeah. Gotcha. So I actually smoked him. He only went 100 yards, I think. Yeah, he didn't okay. make it off yeah. the ridge. Yeah, but you gave that buck a little bit of time, yeah. just in case. Yeah, but and the coyote still got in there a little bit. It's a force to be reckoned with, but yeah, I hit that buck and it was like I hit him with a like a slug, you know, and you you punch him in the shoulders like <laughs> like stiff yeah, like yeah. the front legs. And he he was even like he grunted like oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. And, like started running off yeah and he piled up I hung my bow up and I was like, <laughs> like just started freaking out like <laughs> just start snorting weasel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can finally let it out <laughs> the urge to snort weasel well Scotty snorweez yeah it's hilarious snorting Scotty yeah yeah it was awesome man that was a. Uh, that was one of the, I'd say that was the first deer that I've put like in a pattern. And like mm-hmm. this year I was like, wow, I actually figured that out. Yeah, you like, caught me a couple times on this deer, man. And yeah. So, I mean, you pulled it off. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It was, a, that was like my most accomplished buck, I'd say. Like patterning him out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like where he's coming, like bedding to food. And I was like, man, I actually put it together this time. Like it's not just a, like get a buck on camera and you just hunt that property. Yeah. And hope he comes by. What, what yeah. type of mount are you going to do on him? I don't know. I'll probably, I just got that one mount back from old barn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like, I'd probably do that same mount, but doing the other way. Beautiful mount. Yeah. yeah Cause like I have a, wall a pedestal style. Yeah. Cause I have a pedestal. I'd like to put two of them on it. There you go. Oh, that'd be, oh, cool. that'd be really cool. So they're kind of. I've always yeah. wanted to do that. Looking, yeah. looking at each other. Yeah. What, what is it like? Break for people just listening. Um, we can always overlay photos on the video side. But what it, describe the buck? What is he? Um, he's a he's a nine point. Um, he he's real. He's pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Real tall, narrow rack. Um, but he's like his body was like his neck. I just thought he was massive. Yeah. Um. I thought it was that buck from 2017. I thought it was him on his downfall because mm-hmm. when I compared those two pictures, it was it was so close to like their main frame. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, man, this has got to be him. Like, mm-hmm. he's just got to be like a super old buck. And then our buddy Mark came over and like caped out the skull. And he's like, no, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, so just give me it. You know, just give me that. Just like lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's probably like three, three and a half. Mark's so brutally honest, but so nice. Yeah. yeah. So nice about it. Which, uh-huh. I mean, I'd. I, you know, I'd like him being that way, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, he's not. Yeah. You'd rather just know. But I'm still like, I'm sending the teeth off. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. whatever, Mark. You're, You're a liar, and I'm going to prove you're wrong. wrong. He's had really nice teeth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, a buck from 2017, though, it could be an offspring of him if they're that if, similar. If it, yeah. Dude, they're, I'll show you guys pictures later that they're like identical. Right. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. But Towers was like, he had beer can bases. Like, he was just super tall, narrow, and like, it looked like beer cans off top of his head. It was sweet. I love the beer can comparison because yeah. I know exactly. Like it's just oh, yeah. a good way to like. Oh yeah, because Nick, the buck you shot this year, had beer can bases. I think. Yeah, he's from what you showed me. Yeah, you'll definitely. I'll have to bring him over and you'll measure him for me. But yeah, just it's it's crazy. You can barely barely wrap your fingers around. That's awesome. Did, I, I lose track. So all of our buddies, I lose track of like. What, who killed what and like oh, yeah. I, and then i lose track of like what's a reshared deer like if i see it on facebook or yeah. like the group because mm-hmm. you nick did a lot of the work you were kind of the foreman on the studio construction here so a round of applause for nick yep. <laughs> because you were man you were you were the job foreman on a lot of it you and eric kind of led the projects and we'd y- still be working on it if nick wasn't here <laughs> we yeah we might be the studio would be done, the bar everything else would yeah. not be done nick nick came out i mean you came out for a weekend yeah no, it, it, it was fun yeah i mean the bar got like basically all, everything but like stain and epoxy and all well, that, that stuff that first night i rolled in i don't know i got here like late it was like 8 30 me and eric started framing the bar like yeah, right, we away. Started right away <laughs> yeah like yeah. we're here we might as well start doing yeah. something i think we worked on it until like midnight so yeah. we had most of the frame up that night and yeah just kept plugging away all weekend it helped that we were all excited like we had just got the place yeah and so we were like just wanting to hang Gun out here to get it all done mm-hmm. yep. yeah it worked out the time worked out but i mean yeah you killed it man you did i don't know how much work a lot but the majority know. so you're, you're the uh this is like your second home so anytime you need to come here you have a, oh i appreciate it we, no, we might as well, we're gonna get you a big golden key <laughs> to the studio <laughs> it doesn't just gotta work. throw it through the front door <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you have to get in yeah. Yeah. the key don't actually work just throw it through the glass <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just part of the thing part of the deal but uh as a thank you we set you up with some stuff and oh man you, that was you put it to work this year man yeah so i mean i've been bull hunting for what has it been now eight years something like that mm-hmm. and yeah i had an old uh diamondback bowtech that my buddy gave me and i've been shooting that for years and had a lot of success with it and everything but mm-hmm. it's basically a child's bow like it's real real small and yeah, anybody knows play. what the yeah anybody <laughs> that knows what the diamondback is like it's real which i like because i've killed a lot of deer on the ground too inspired by whitetail adrenaline um yeah. but yeah but you guys set me up with that elite cure and oh mm-hmm. that thing was just a game changer and going this was my first single pin site too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. It kind of messed me up a little bit, like trying to sight it in like, this is, this is really screwing with me. It's I'm different. used to all my pins and everything. But after I got used to that, oh, it just opens up everything. Oh, yeah. Like everything's yeah. so, and yeah. how you can actually fine tune that thing and go by the exact yard is yeah. just crazy. That's my favorite. And we're talking about HHA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah because a lot of people that's a question a lot of people have it's like man what did you have a deer at 20 well i live by my rangefinder yeah it's like a yeah. loophole rangefinder sits on our on all of our chests i think mm-hmm. and 
you know, if a buck's at 28 yards, instead of shooting him for 20 and aiming a little high or 30 and compensating or whatever, 28 yards. Yep. A buck's at 52 yards. 52 yards. You're not. Yeah, there's no mm-hmm. there's no splitting pins. Yeah. It's, it's just right there. And that's yeah. what I think people, I'm like, I find I make better shots. You're more confident. I'm yeah, shooting yeah. for yeah. the yard that the target is actually at. And I'm arriving too. I like, I take my 20 yard pin and start backing up and see when that, that arrow starts to drop out. Yeah, yeah. Because then you can get, I know I can get like 32 yards with my 20 yard pin. Before mm-hmm. it's like out of Before the, it's like, out of you the know, vitals. a major drop, mm-hmm. right. HHA has a bunch of really good videos on their YouTube that like yep. breaks all that down. That's anytime someone's like, hey man, I have a question. I'm like, man, their YouTube is so good. It's better yeah. than I'll explain to you in a message. Like, And it's visual. So yep. if you need help, it's there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I'm glad you're liking it. Oh, it, it, it's so much fun. And even like, so after I got like, this is... This is where I shoot my deer usually and everything and getting all those like fine tuned and then going the next step and let, let's just have some fun and shooting at like 70, 80 yards. Mm-hmm. And oh, that, it's just fun to watch your arrow arc that much. Yeah, yeah. Like it, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's, it's been a blast. And yeah, pretty much as soon as you guys uh, sent that, I was shooting that literally every day. Mm-hmm. And that so, was my bad. I should have shipped it out a lot sooner. No, it's fine. <laughs> it was it was in the right it was in the right timing, but because yeah, I got everything set up and good to go. So yeah, so going into the season, I felt like super confident. Like good. Screw that. Uh, no, I mean Bowtech still makes good stuff, but still like yeah, everybody <laughs> makes good bows. Let, let's let's yeah. go. So uh, yeah, and I hunt uh, I hunt a decent amount of public, and then I got a few um, the private pieces that I hunt are um, interestingly set up, but it's like I'll, I'll take it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, and it, it was just weird this year with like work and I'm self-employed. So just trying to get that timing in. Mm-hmm. So that's where the, the deer cast thing comes in like really handy. Cause yeah. it's like, I'm going to have to work this weekend. Then you have kids and then you just throwing all that stuff. It's like really trying to cram in like good days to hunt and make it worth your time. Yeah. And all the work that you do put in. That's the number one value I think in deer cast. Yeah. It, it just, know? it really breaks it down for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's, that's been great using that. So, yeah, I went out a few times on a public piece that's uh, near to me in New Glarus and was seeing deer and just uh, nothing that uh, was really getting me too excited. And then um, it was uh, first week in November. I finally, like, work was getting a little bit more reasonable. And um, my wife's family, they have this vineyard. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, it used to be, like, just deer crazy. But um, the way they have it, they've torn so much down. It's, like, I don't know how many acres it is actually a vine, so the deer don't use it that much. Now there's like this finger of woods and then bluff on each side. So you can hunt it, but you really have to make sure like these are the only days you're going to go in there because once you're in there too much, the deer just... Oh, really? They, yeah, they move around. Do the around deer them. eat a lot of those grapes? They used to back in the day because when he first started that, like he had um, the damage control tags for me and everything. And I had to oh, really? work on that because like it was... a. But now it's been set up for, I want to say like five years and... They, they kind of do their thing a little bit, but not like to the point where he has to get crop damage tags or anything like that. Right. I see see a bunch of deer with like purple lips. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> what are you <laughs> sipping on the wine over there? Or yeah. And the, yeah. na- the neighbors um, who butt against that, there's one guy who does a TV show and he hunts really hard. And then another guy across the parcel who ha- he's got a huge food plot. So mm-hmm. I know they're going in there. So you just, I mean, it works, but you just got to pick your days and know what to go in there. But it was... It was that weekend, November 6th, I went in there and uh, did a hang and hunt on that and got set up. And I, I, I even got in there later than I wanted to be, mm-hmm. but it was like two o'clock and the rut activity was just insane. There yeah. were bucks chasing 
everywhere. And I was, I think I saw eight bucks that night and they were all shooters. Oh, really? But nothing like one of the a really nice 10 that I got, there's no way I could have stopped him. Like he was on a doe and he's just, there's, yeah, it's not, but like it was right before, right before last light. Um, I heard, heard one on the other side of the bluff and I had my mad call mm-hmm. that buck growl. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, old school one. Yep. It's old school now, which is funny. <laughs> oh yeah. And let a long, long rip on that and just put it away. Uh, picked up the bow and I had this beautiful eight come walking right into it. He knows, he knows what was up. He's looking yeah. for it and everything. He comes in 34 yards, draw back, squeeze off. And right at the last second, it hits a limb oh. and mm. just boom, right in front of his hoof from the front. He goes just bolting off. And I don't, I'm just like, you idiot. And, uh, <laughs> my, my, uh, me reaction was just, yeah. and he actually stopped and looked right at me. Oh, I'm like, he pinpointed you. I'm like, I can't believe he stopped. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like standing there with my no arrow knocked again. I'm like, well, so I grabbed another arrow, drew back again. I guessed him at about 40 yards mm-hmm. and squeezed off and it went low, but I couldn't tell if I hit him or not. Mm-hmm. So then I was all like, oh man, like what did I do with that? <laughs> and uh, he went he went off and he kind of mule kicked, but not really. Cause I, I talked to you that night too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, went down over the bluff, and then I'm sitting there for a little bit. And then on the other side of the bluff, because I'm right in the middle of that, kind of between the two, I look over, and about 100 yards, I see another another buck just making a scrape. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, the amount of time that it took him to go around and up, I'm like, I wonder if that's that deer. Mm-hmm. And he looks fine. I got the binos on him and everything, too. I even tried barking so he would turn his head. Cause if he I would love turn, that, actually. Because I just wanted to see, like, if you turn your head, I'll know exactly if you're that deer or not. Right. But he wouldn't do it. So he didn't. Did he even hear you? you I don't think he did. I mean, he was the way it's set up. And then there's a cattle farmer down in the base. I'm actually hunting in the. So it's my uncle in law's property in that woods, but they lease it. So you actually have to be careful. There's bulls in there too. Mm. So, um, but anyway, so <laughs> oh. they're, they're used to, you know, commotion and everything with all that. But, right. uh, but yeah, so then, then I just, and the way it's so brushy and everything in there. So I just, I got down pulled out and that was it. And then I went right back first thing in the morning and I actually went back to that, left the stand and went back in the exact same spot, brought a dummy arrow and shot that exact same and it buried the arrow. So I'm like, all right. So then I started looking for blood, hair, nothing, even got um, some permission from the neighbors. Like, Hey, I don't have any blood, but can I at least kind of like just go in look this around, direction and stuff, just see if any start, anything starts coming up. Mm-hmm. Nothing did. So I was, I was pretty bummed. I went, um, then I went back uh, back home. Another uh, buddy of mine shot a really nice um, buck, so I was helping him kind of butcher it up and everything. I was kind of yep. down. He's like, hey, are you going to go out tonight? I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of like a little bit deflated. But, yeah. You know, I got to yep. get back in it and everything. So just go out. Go out at tonight. least he didn't snort wheeze at it and it just run off. No, that's true. I'm... <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I'm not, Scotty. I'm not that stupid, but <laughs> Scott, oh, geez, okay. <laughs> Scott, never gonna live this down. Idiot. <laughs> idiot. You dumb idiot. Scott, Scotty Snorwees, just Fine. just the aggressor. <laughs> you know, I don't even need this podcast. I am the aggressor. <laughs> so dumb. Scare everything. I love it. But yeah, Daddy's so I, the dominant butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's Daddy's house. <laughs> <laughs> that, that deer was such a wuss he just ran off yeah it's not worth it that's that's how scotty judges scotty his deer like if, they ran, if they ran away or not yeah, he's, he's, like, yep. he, he's one to go after yeah. he's definitely scared of me yeah. we're dumb okay but yeah so then went back out so that was sunday so it would have been the seventh um 
I just, the way, uh, the way it was set up and the way I had my, all my stuff ready, I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go back to the vineyard. So, and I'm especially after the action that day, but I was, part of me was like, I spent a lot of time that morning looking for that deer, but if the rut's on, it's on. Mm -hmm. So, um, went back out and I, uh, put the stand probably 80 yards, um, further South where I originally shot that shot at that buck the night before and, uh, got set up and only 20 some minutes in, um, I had a doe run through and a nice, like 125 inch, um, buck come running through, mm-hmm. uh, 25 yards. And I'm just like, ah, just not feeling it, but yeah, yeah. it was still, it was, it was cool and everything. And then I don't know how many minutes later, I heard a grunt look over and right over the side of the bluff, this guy comes mm-hmm. and I'm like, here we go. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even have the, to think. The one like, you shot at? Nope. A different oh, one. A different one. I'm like, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good one. And I actually, I saw him, I had a chance at him the year before and I thought he got killed gun because of rumor had it. Mm. Um, cause he was, he was a nice buck, uh, then too. And I have some trail cam photos of him, but, uh, not as heavy, but he's super heavy was super heavy this year you you recognize him right away not right away but as soon as he came uh came in closer i'm like i i know that buck yeah so so i drew it it was perfect because i knew exactly where he was going to follow where those other two deer just came through so um and i ranged it before so i knew exactly 26 yards Mm -hmm. drew back on him and i literally said out loud like don't f this up (laughs) like we're not we're not doing this again (laughs) yeah this this is going to be done so I, i was perfect on everything like because um, I think another thing I did with that other buck too is, you know, just when you're starting to see deer again in the beginning of the season, you're not used to it. You just, you make dumb mistakes. You excited think, a little easier. I think I drop, I dropped my bow too quick. Oh, I gotcha. So yeah. like uh, looking for the shot or yep, just whatever. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So just made sure that everything was absolutely perfect and just did that squeeze off and just felt like Ross, like you are so done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're so done. Yeah. Ross zap that prick right in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was perfect. So yeah. So even before the arrow got to him, I'm like, this is money. Went just bare complete pass through mule kicked. I could see as soon as he was five yards into running, just pouring blood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he ran out, he ran exactly 26 yards and he started, he's going down the drainage and then uh, he started, he does a little wobble and he tries to make it up back up the bluff and he just rolls right over. And I heard, awesome. I heard his last breath from the stand. Oh, oh yeah. dang. So like it the was, confirmation and everything yep, there. Yep. No, no brush in the way. Just got to see the whole thing. And I'm like, awesome. Oh, it was just such a, a good feel, especially relief, after man. the miss. Well, right? yeah, yeah. Just to get that redemption again. I was just yeah. like, okay. Like the next this, day. This, this, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just ex- exactly around, around the same time, actually. So, awesome, dude. Congrats. So yeah, walking up to him on everything too. And like, and he, uh, I was definitely surprised by him because he he looked like a, a good buck when I shot him, but when I actually got up to him and put my hands on him, like he was heavy. Just, yeah, he's heavy. Like his bases and yeah, passes and it, like, ones are on heavy. that on his left side at his base. It's almost got like that flat spot too. Yeah, which I don't even know how many inches wide that is, but it's just it's crazy. Yeah, you have to bring him down next time. I'll put I will. A, uh, put well, a tape on him. And he's got uh, he's a nine two. Really? Um, yeah, he's got because he's on on his right side. He's got a split uh, yeah. split G two, and that, that's. Oh, it's really cool the way that kind of bevels out and everything. Mm-hmm. So just, just a really cool deer. And I'm actually, when I get, uh, I'm getting a wall pedestal with him and I'm gonna build the pedestal and everything. And I'm going to have on the post and everything, some, uh, vineyard like grapes and stuff. You go to Hobby Lobby. Yep. 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 <laughs> go to Hobby Lobby. Getting the glue gun out and everything. <laughs> yeah. My wife's going to be like, what are you doing? Getting crap. I'm on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Me alone. yeah. You can drink some wine and talk about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was, especially cause my daughter now she's two. And my kids are always just, they're always used to, you know, 
deer dead every year and being around yeah, and everything yeah. but they're getting to the age where they're starting to like dad you gotta kill like big deer yeah like, we're not we're past <laughs> we're not the, messing we're, around we're, anymore, geez, dad. we're past geez, the, dough, the dough stage like yeah. my daughter will get upset like what you didn't get a buck tonight yeah. so yeah it was I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just, just automatically giving crowd. you shit yeah. when you get home daddy's having a hard time okay? <laughs> So. Like this guy doesn't have kids. So he knows <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> you snort wheeze, dad, him, dad. Rookie Idiot. mistake. Yeah, you're going to the garage. <laughs> Get out of the house. <laughs> no Peppa Pig for a week. <laughs> so, yeah, so that next day we got to do some really cool pictures, and I pulled the kids out of school early and everything. Yeah, so, yeah that's awesome. Best memories yeah. right there, man. Oh, yeah. I remember my dad picking me up from school with a, with a buck, and the, the guy buck, I, was, I was, wasn't that young. I was a little older, but came and got me from school and didn't tell me that it was in his truck. It was a cool, cool day. But yeah, they'll giant. remember. Just a yeah, mono. he probably he probably pulled up like just yeah, I'm I'm the king. <laughs> yeah, my dad was on top of the world. But, yeah, but I think that's the stuff your kids will remember like crazy. You know, oh, it's yeah. like man, when you shot that buck, came and got me out of school. Because I'll tell you, I kill a buck. I'm going right to school and be like, hey. We're gonna we're gonna go get lunch. Hey, he's not yeah. feeling good. He's like, <laughs> yeah. with look, me. look at him. He's he's not feeling good at all. <laughs> he's yeah. laughing. Yeah, I've never seen him do that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never, seen, never seen this kid laugh in my life. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is a cool thing about <clears throat> New Glarus is uh, a little bit more uh, uppity and everything too. But I'm surprised with uh, the school the way they are. Um, that week, like in November, they were talking about deer, and one day when I had a doe, the teacher actually wanted to come out with. Kate, my daughter, who's two, and like, can we go see the deer and everything? Oh, really? So oh, it's cool. cool. It's cool that community, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, open minded to it. Yep. yep. Like, oh, you're getting picked up early because your dad got a deer. So it's cool That's to super s- cool. still see that. Like, you definitely won't see that in Madison, but yeah, I don't <laughs> see that. I don't know. Uh, Illinois around here is cool. I'm surprised they don't do days off in, in, in Illinois and Iowa and stuff for like, yeah, first day of shotgun like, season. I'm coming with. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it too. Yeah, I want to see it too. Our and school I, never did, but there was always a pile of kids that just took off. Just yeah, I'm not oh, going yeah. to school. We had uh, the high school I went to was technically year round, mm-hmm. and so we got two weeks off every quarter. Yeah. Um, however that works, but and the one of the quarters was October first. So oh nice. High school would hunt for two weeks straight. Heck yeah. And it was, I mean, that was cool. That was the only good thing about high school, I think. But yeah. Oh, I miss a lot of days shotgun hunting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I would always take a week off in November yep. and just disappear. And I would just let my teachers know, like, hey, I'm going to need to get caught up on homework because uh, I won't be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daddy's got hunt- caught up. <laughs> Daddy's hunting. Daddy's hunting. Just letting you know I'm not going to do any of this. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All this all this math, mm-hmm. not going to need it. Don't need math. I'll get it done, I promise. Throws it in the trash can as he walks out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love Use a wipe the blood off your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, boys, I appreciate you guys coming in to tell your, your buck stories. Yeah. I think oh. it was a lot of fun. It was. Scotty, it was. you're a funny dude. Nick, Thanks, I'm man. glad to finally get you on one, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a blast. And uh, we're drinking coffee. Doug, you didn't have any. Oh, you have a you have a energy drink. a little drink. pick-me-up. A monster. I'm going to have another I, coffee, I like I think. the morning recording. This is, this is yeah. nice. We don't do them often, but yeah. they're a good time when we do them, I think. It's something different because usually it's always after work and we're kind of exhausted and yeah it's like we're kind of lively and like going off a coffee mm-hmm. buzz is fun yep so yeah, i definitely have a caffeine high right now i feel like i could run a mile yeah yeah no you can't like, Just, I, can't, <laughs> I can't grab my i know no, you can't. Cigarettes I, hey, and I'm like, hey i feel like i could physically no i couldn't <laughs> mentally, <laughs> like, yeah mentally i want to mentally it's something i want to do jeez <laughs> sorry well uh i think it's time to jump into a giant tracker segment here yep. um i appreciate you guys listening i appreciate you guys watching eric i'm glad you're finally on working class on DeerCast. i'm here boys. how's it feel it's awesome as we get moving forward uh, the first 
10 roughly was kind of awkward scheduling, but um, you know, as we get going, it's going to be a lot more of the full crew. You so get in our groove a little bit. Yeah, it's getting in the groove. It's yep. getting things kicked off, and this is all uh, working towards that. So we're excited for the year. Absolutely. So, uh, Giant Tracker segment. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Hey, guys. Giant Tracker, another segment. We have Bailey Patton from Kansas, right? Yep, Kansas. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. Thanks for doing this. I know uh, we're both busy, so it was kind of tough to line up schedules, but that's a, that's a good thing, right? Good problem to have. Good problem Absolutely. to have. And you're probably just a busy guy because you're like killing big deer and <laughs> appearances and stuff like that, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's uh, got a lot of publicity, but it's, it's been cool, you know. It's been it's been real, real awesome to, you know, see all the uh, congratulation texts and, and posts and everything like that. So it's been it's been really cool. Good, good. Hey, before we get going, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm actually I work with uh, with Garmin uh, here in Olathe, Kansas, um, no working the uh, global supply chain uh, operation side of things. So uh, very cool. Yep. Yep. Very Just cool. started that, you know, here probably four months ago. Um, graduated with my, with my master's last year, finished up my, uh, college baseball career this last year. So Dang. it's, uh, it's been, it, it was nice, you know, this fall having, having more time to, to hunt and really, you know, once people they think, you know, once you start working, you'll have, a, have as much time, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, playing, playing sports in college, it'll, it'll take time away from you, but it's, it's, it's been really, really cool this fall. So awesome, man. That's cool. That's an interesting job. It sounds like. Yep. Yep. It's, so- it's, uh tough right now but you know it's that's just how how the world is going right now so yeah well i imagine too once you get like the swing of things a little more it yeah. you know it'll just come be, be your day you know so absolutely um, so let's talk about this buck man it's a kansas yep. giant um kansas of course everybody knows is kansas to me has always kind of been on the bucket list as like kansas whitetail is one of the whitetail bucket list hunts yeah. i think i uh i would totally agree man it's uh growing up here it's been you know, just a blessing. Um, you know, I started bow hunting probably when I was 14, 15. Um, you know, my whole, you know, my brothers both do it. Um, and, uh, you know, it kind of got passed down from my grandpa. He's, he's over in Illinois, um, on the Illinois, Indiana, uh, Indiana border. And, gotcha. and he's got like 68 or 70 mounted deer on his wall. No kidding. Uh, so, you know, he, he kind of passed on that passion to us. And, uh, he's like, he, you know, when we first started, he's like, you guys got you know, great ground to do it, you know, so we've, uh, you know, I've just started, you know, ever since I was probably 14, 15, just gaining permission places, uh, you know, going to do work for people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really just do, do everything I can just to try to get as many spots and, mm-hmm. and, you know, t- you know, kind of keep those spots toned to how I want them. Um, and, and this buck actually came off of a permission piece, a super close family friend, that you know my dad grew up bird hunting it they used to shoot pheasants up there and uh, mm. you know we uh we just started deer hunting about i'd say six seven years ago and we really started putting food plots in you know a couple years ago up there um and working on you know like the habitat side of things yeah and, and you know it's really paid off you know we got i'm getting trail cam pictures now with you know 15 35 deer in them you know at the same no time kidding. in daylight and you know it's like you see that stuff on tv you're like it's not you know it's not real yeah, yeah, but you know, it really can be, you just got to put the work in and, you know, just understand habitat management, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, so it, it, that's actually been pretty cool that, 
that predict particular piece is, you know, 100, 160 acres, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, which is not big. Yeah, it's you not know, huge. It's good, but it's not massive, yeah, you know. Exactly, exactly. You know, there's some Kansas pieces, you know. I know some guys that got thousands of acres. Yeah. And, you know, they, they can do, you know, they can create it however they want. So you kind of got to, you know, play with the card you're dealt. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, our place sets up pretty good up there. Uh, a lot of CRP, a lot of betting. CRP is fun to hunt. It, it sounds like what so far, I mean, you haven't got too far on the property. It sounds like what I envision when I think of Kansas. Yeah, man, it's, you know, it's got those thick, you know, hedge thickets. Mm -hmm. You can't even, I mean, you got, I got a stand in there. I, I killed a deer two years ago there and uh, in, in one of those thick, you know, hedge thickets and you can't even shoot, you know, unless they're 20 yards because yeah. it's just so thick. And it's probably um, fun but, to hunt because every deer you see is like, when you see it, it's like right yeah, here. Right there. Yeah. You don't even know it's there until within, yeah. you know, within no range. Um, you know, so, so really with this deer, um, we got a picture and, you know, to this day, I, I still think it's him. We got mm -hmm. one picture last year of a deer. You know, we knew he was – we, we could only see about one side of his rack. It was a huge 10-point sign. It would have been this side. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, that you know, this year he threw on this extra split inside. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, dude, that's – I mean, that's probably a five, five-year-old deer. Um, you know, and we're, we're, you know, we're hunting mature deer. We're, we're looking for age. Yeah, uh, really even for antler quantity you know my dad shot a 170 inch deer up there um you know probably three four years ago but you know we really hadn't taken very many um many deer off that place um and so this was like you know one of the first big big ones we had and he strolled through late late november last year one picture of him mm -hmm. i was like man we got to find you know we're, we're already tagged out all of yeah. us and you know we, we were like we got to find out you know where he's living stuff like that so this summer we we put in we had the farmer put in beans to leave them standing um and Mark. we knew you know all, all summer they'd be green they'd be hitting them and you know sure enough first picture we had this year was was just this giant and he's full velvet and you know he's running around with a bachelor, bachelor group of bucks and mm -hmm. so you know we started honing in on that area and really you know he was living all over the farm i mean he, you know 160 acres is, isn't that much for a deer to travel so we, you know, we set cameras up basically perimeter mm -hmm. and, you know, we had them on two main spots and, and you know, all summer it was daylight, which is, and you know, you're not used to seeing deer daylight, but you know, in the summer they're, they're unpressured, they're on their patterns. Yep. We got beans everywhere. Um, but we had put in a couple clover plots, a couple chicory plots, you know, just little micro plots thinking, you mm -hmm. know, you know, late November, early November, you know, maybe we'll catch them coming off the bedding um but really you know the hunt you know i was like i was just so anxious to get in there mm -hmm. he was on the pattern um so you know we it was just basically counting down the days till till you know september i think like eighth was opening day or something here yeah and that's quite a bit earlier we're in illinois and yeah october one you know is every yeah. year so i mean so you know kansas is early it's it's it's, it's like september 8th or 12th or something you know yeah so we we're like we, you know we got a good chance to catch them you know on the summer pattern still Mm -hmm. um you know warm temperatures it's you know it's not not what you're used to when you're bowing but you know my brother and i he's he's a uh, junior in high school he's like dude i want to come with and I, i'm like yeah we got we got double stands hung <coughs> excuse me so um you know we started hunting we didn't i didn't go opening day because we were going to just play it as smart as we could you know we knew he was there um at this point did you know how big the deer was roughly did, like did you have a guess you know we were i was thinking he was I mean, I knew he was going to be high 80s, a gross score. 
Yeah. Um, high eighties, you know, I had somebody saying, you know, do that. There's probably 95 plus. Um, and re- really we were looking at age. We're like, dude, he's fully mature. Right. Um, yeah. It's obvious. Um, and you know, he was just super cool looking. Um, so our, actually our first hunt for him, we went in there, I think, uh, I don't know what day that was early September, probably like 15th of September. And, you know, we didn't see him. We saw a couple of those. They fed in the beans. We had good entry exit. And so we snuck out and then, um, we started getting pictures of them on one of our other, other cameras, which was just on a huge hedgerow. Mm-hmm. And so this hedgerow, what it does is, you know, it protects the crops and, um, there was actually corn on one side and beans on our side. And so, it, you know, it's just basically in the middle of nowhere. It mm-hmm. was hedgerow with crops and then it went to CRP and then back to our bedding. And he was coming from our bedding from the CRP to, you know, through that hedgerow, yeah. walking right down it. <clears throat> and we had pictures of him, you know, daily. And so, you know, I, like we might start to have to hunt that, but we had to have a north wind and, you know, most of September south. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, we had to keep hunting our bean food plot, you know, just hoping, you know, with a south wind, hoping he'd, he'd come eat there. And our second time, we actually went after him. We were sitting there, my brother and I, and we probably had another 30 minutes of light. And I looked up to the CRP and I could see his rat coming. It, you know, you know, it's him. Of you course, know, when yeah. See, when you see something like <laughs> like that coming through the CRP, you're like, no, that's him. Right. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> we're sitting there and he's closing the distance. And, you know, our wind kind of started swirling. So I was getting nervous mm-hmm. and I could tell he was kind of nervous coming in. You know, he was kind of doing the little, little head lift and, right. you know, throwing his nose in the air. Doing big buck things. I'm like, I'm like dude, he's going to smell us. And, you know, he kept coming straight at us. <clears throat> and I'm like, he's definitely in range. I mean, he's probably at 45 at this point. And he's about to come out of the CRP into the beans. He's at 45 yards takes- at this point. So he's in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's getting in. And so then yeah. he steps into the beans. And he's just coming, I mean, literally face straight at us. And I'm sitting there, you know, I'm hooked on my D-loop. And I'm like, it's going to happen. And uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm not going to draw yet. I'm just going to be patient. We got plenty of time. We did not expect it to be early, you know, this early. Right. And uh, he just stood there. And he was just, he wasn't looking at us, but he was just kind of nosing there, just kind of scanning. And I'm like, he's got to turn. And, you know, I'm sitting there waiting to pull back. And we at one point, he got to 34 yards. And I was like you know, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And he, he, you know, he just really just turned completely 360 towards his butt was facing me and just started walking straight back to the CRP, mm. not spooked or anything. It, just, I mean, he didn't even eat, just turned around and walked. I mean, he had to have yeah. caught a whiff or, you know, got a bad pull win something. Deer like that, man. They just, I feel like they catch, this sounds crazy, but I, you know, big bucks. So you might know what I'm talking about. They can almost like sense the aura of you yeah. being there. Yeah. It's in crazy. It is crazy. And so yeah. we're, we're sitting there, you know, we were bummed that night and um, I was like, you know, what? you think about it prospectively. Um, we didn't, you know, we didn't spook him back. You know, he walked out, we watched him walk into the CRP. You yeah. know, he was still, you know, thrashing on some CRP and yeah, that's a win he, still. Yeah, exactly. You know, we got, we had him in, in bow range, mm-hmm. you know, we had a also like frustrating, this. but a win. <laughs> it, it's frustrating, but it, it's a win. And so we had planned on going up there, that first week in October. And, you know, I was like, I'm not going to hunt mornings. Um, you know, it's still early. We don't want to booger them. And we started getting pictures of them on that hedgerow. 
And so the hedgerow acts like there's no way you could access that in the mornings because we would have to walk straight through the beans and, and, you know, that's where they are all night. Yeah. So, and we had daylight pictures of them. We left on Friday night from my parents' place. Um, I picked my brother up. We were driving to the farm. We weren't going to get there in time to, to hunt Friday, but we had daylight pictures of him in front of that stand on Friday night. So we mm-hmm. were like, this is awesome. Getting excited, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sitting there. We get to the cabin. Got a little, uh, you know, double wide trailer right there yeah. on that property. We can stay. So it's super cool. Um, and, you know, we're sitting there in the, in the trailer. We're like, dude, do we just try to hunt in the morning? Like, do we risk it? And, mm-hmm. and you know, eventually I was like, no, we're, we're not going to do it. It's of course I wake up, you know, 6 a.m. on Saturday and, you know, we got the, the cell camera starts texting me and he's there broad daylight right in front of that stand. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, I still don't think we could have got in there. Yeah. You could have like, bumped him going in and then you never, exactly. he never would have been there. Yeah. That's what you exactly. got to tell yourself anyway. So that's, that's what I kept telling myself, <laughs> even though, you know, we're kind of kicking ourselves. We're like, dude, women, we're within 700 yards of this deer right now sitting mm-hmm. in the cabin uh, and he's right there. 10 yards from our stand but uh you know we were like we're just going to go in there early so we went in there that it was october 2nd and we went in there early on that saturday and you know we had an awesome hunt i think we ended up seeing like 13 or or, or 15 does they filtered out early and you know it's just one of those nights where you just you're like dude it's gonna happen something's gonna happen we uh we saw a little buck and he came uh he came out of the crp and then got kind of like right on the hedgerow we were sitting in and, and he was probably about like 80 yards from us and we knew he was coming our way mm-hmm. and we'd had pictures of that little it was like a little spike or a little forky and he was hanging around with this deer and i was like dang man he's not with him right, <clears> right. So, you know we're, we're like dang it and uh, we're sitting there and i can't remember what time sunset it was but you know shooting light was 30 minutes after sunset and so at this point we had like 10 minutes of shooting light left mm-hmm. and, and you know i'm like dude it's gotta happen and uh, my brother's sitting in a, in a hang on right above me, mm-hmm. uh, kind of on the backside of the tree. And I'm like, turn it up. I'm like, you see anything? And he and we were like making eye contact and we hear a twig snap underneath of us. And we both put our head down and he this deer is right underneath us. No way. He was at 10 yards when we first saw him. How did he slip in on you? Like, was it we windy? had no idea. We, I mean, it, we, it wasn't too windy. I mean, it's probably seven eight mile an hour wind yeah not but, a, no it's like no wind we, is what I mean, we, that. we could hear the does probably 50 yards out in the beans walking around you know the beans were wild? kind of drying up at that point and what this guy heck? i mean he snuck in right on us and i'm sitting i grabbed my bow and i hooked on and i'm like dude he's it's he was just right behind a little uh, a little evergreen for me at 10 yards and mm-hmm. i'm like he just needs to take you know three more steps and you know it feels like an eternity when you're sitting of here, course it locked on and he started walking so i drew didn't even have to stop him he stopped and it and i got the the garm and the, the zero in you know uh sight for my bow mm-hmm. so i arranged him as you know i fold you all and he was six yards and it was like a negative 48 degree angle or something like like straight down yeah and so I buried the pin, like kind of, he was kind of quartering away. So I buried the pin, like back rib, like top, top back yeah. rib and, and just squeezed it off. And, 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 you know, it hit him hard at that point. All we could see was light knock go into him. And, uh, 
it's the arrow stayed in him and he whirled around, you know, kick mule kicked and took off straight back towards our CRP and back towards that, that thick timber. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we were in shock. Yeah. We I just, bet. Like we high fived one time and like, we didn't say a word and we were just like <laughs> listening and watching. And then, you know, a minute went by and we were like, no way. And we just started freaking out in the stand and we we're trying to be quiet. I'm holding on to my safety harness and he's like, you might fall out of the stand. And we were like, dude, this is crazy. And it it was really, it was only me and my brother up there. Uh, Did he film you? Did he film it? He was, so he was trying to, and the, you know, he filmed them coming in on his phone. Mm -hmm. We we just had it on our phone. Yeah. Um, And it, the video looks good. And then as he's swinging the camera, it caught like a limb that was closer and it mm-hmm. focused and then it went like black. Like the, it just, it looks like, yeah. Yeah. But you, oh, you oh, can well tell when he's coming in, he, you know, it's, it was definitely shooting light and, and it, it would have been good camera light still, mm-hmm. but it, you know, he wasn't really, he obviously, yeah. he wasn't going to say anything to me. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, I'm don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. <laughs> when I'm at full draw, you know? Right. Um, so, you know, we made a plan. I, you know, I called my dad and, and told him, and we're like, we're like, dude, we're just going to go down and double check, see if there's blood. And then we're just going to go back to the cabin. Yeah. So we, we literally climbed down and, you know, we scanned the grass. There's good blood. We got back to the cabin, started calling some buddies. You know, we were like, all right, do we go after him tonight? And, you know, what do we do? And, mm-hmm. you know, it was going to get down to, you know, mid forties or, or uh, mid forties, low forties that night. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I, you know, I just, I have no, I don't know. You know, it all happened so fast. I don't want it to be a one long hit. And then we push him and, you know, yeah. he goes a county over and you got to fight permission and all this stuff. Yeah. I was like, let's just, let's just get everybody there first day, you know, at daylight the next morning, let's go mm-hmm. track him. So that's what we did. You know, we, let, I think let me we guess you him. slept like a baby. Oh, dude, I didn't sleep a, a lick. <laughs> I, I'm sitting not. there and I'm like, I don't know why, but you're, you're telling your mind to like, remember it better than what you can remember it. Like I got it. I have to like remember where exactly where, and you just don't. And well, I think there's so much going on. And then if you don't see the deer physically go down, always, yep. no matter what, you're like, ah, oh, crap. Just yep. it's just the way it is. I think. Yeah, exactly. It can be with any deer. And then you know, with one this caliber, it's you know, it's you're doing worse. everything. And so you know, we tra- we trail him that next morning, and um, he actually went. You know, a deep. I mean, probably. Yeah, it feels a lot longer when you're going through that thick hedge stuff. Yeah, but he actually went back, went back into the timber, and then busted straight out into the standing corn. So we recovered him in this. He was in the standing cornfield. No kidding. So he, he busted back out into the standing corn, which was odd. But there was some like waterways with some. I think there's water down in there. So I think mm-hmm. he was trying to get there. He didn't. He didn't. Didn't make it that far. How far uh, was it total? If you had to guess, I'd probably say hundred and. 80 200 yards maybe yeah yeah um, but you know it's you know it's when you're going through that thick stuff you have it's really hard to tell yeah definitely uh, and you could tell he was just going no beds um right he was on beds. a death run pretty much yeah. Yeah. did, did yeah. you have any doubt like were you getting nervous on the trail at all were you like oh, um we uh i did get really nervous so we had good blood we hadn't found the arrow then i did find the arrow and it was clean Hmm. No, like not a drop of blood on it i don't know if and it fell out right on the edge of the crp in the timber on like a mode path 
Yeah. So I don't know if like a coyote came along and like licked, licked it clean. clean. I'm telling you, because after be. the arrow came out, then you know, then you start seeing good blood. You know, it's it's coming out yeah. at that point. You know so what? We I mean? like, it, it could have been a possum ran up to it and just licked it clean, it, and then you have no idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could see like some fat, like like some of the fat residue that you'll get after you try to clean them off the arrows yeah. off. Um, but it was like, it was, we're like, what in the world? So that's that got me worried. Uh, but we were still on good blood, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna think too much into it. We left right. there where it was, um, but we recovered, and we had, you know, my mom, my dad, my two brothers, and, and my girlfriend and the farmer. Uh, we were all there, so mm-hmm. you know that's when the celebration began. Oh yeah, I and bet. He's got, uh, you know, we we scored him, and, and he got, he went two hundred one rough. You know, just like a gross score. Yeah, yeah, green um, gross score. Yeah, he, he'll get he'll get officially scored. I think in February, um, and I just got the skull cap now because I'm, I'm doing a a pedestal mount. It'll be pretty cool. I'm doing um uh one of the hedge trees from that oh, hedgerow cool. that we shot him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So show, show him off cool. a little bit, man. That's uh, for people listening on the audio version of this. You got to get in Deercast and watch the video version. Man, that is a true giant, and he's yeah. I mean, you can you can see. I mean, my my yeah. pinky to thumb is 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 seven inches and you know he's got three four on that good it, twos good threes out. good fours yeah he's got this split coming off the, off the inside here yeah um his, you know his luck. mask is really what got me um you know he looked spindly in the in the trail cam pictures mm-hmm. you know like didn't and, and when i saw him that first time we had that first encounter that's what i could tell i mean like if you look at like this side over here right I mean, I mean, it's every bit of, you know, I think, well, I don't know what it measured on. I got the score sheet somewhere. But the mass, the mass matches his like structure, I guess. Exactly. Definitely. But I mean, this side's just got things going on everywhere. It's kind of even hard to show it. Beautiful buck, man. This coming off the inside, but yeah, he's, uh, that right split too he's got is cool. Cause how deep that split is, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it comes all the way down to, I was at one point, I was like, I wonder if they'll count this as, as two separate points <laughs> yeah you know yeah. you're like give me give me that mass measurement that'd be sweet no, no kidding right that's <laughs> awesome yeah, man you know I, and i've shot you know i shot good deer before i killed a you know 173 inch 10 pointer spot stock um out in western kansas mm-hmm. two years ago that's a big I buck think. that's a big 10 pointer yeah, and he you know he was a stud um you know i've you know i've killed i mean i think three or four you know four or five actually 160 plus caliber awesome, deer man. Um, but you know, nothing's going to compare to this one, you know? Yeah. Well, I like, I like in the beginning, you mentioned, um, you know, you get permission pieces, but you had to put in work to get permission pieces and you're offering work and doing like, you're working to upkeep your permission on these pieces. Exactly. And I do the same thing. So I can relate to that with some of the pieces I have. And a lot of people just think, well, he's lucky because he gets people let him hunt in these spots. Like, well, Uh when, when you're watching football, I'm yeah. mowing paths and taking care of ground for a farmer to let me exactly. hunt. So it's, yeah. you know, it's, we joke around on, on the podcast and say, those are the must be nice guys. Uh-huh. That's fine. Let them be the must be nice guys. So, oh uh, yeah. You don't know. I mean, how many comments of those guys, you know, uh, must be nice to pay somebody to let you cut shoot deer like that. Or, you know, like, <laughs> of course. dude, I've been, you know, some of these pieces I, I got permission on, I've been, you know, cutting firewood for them or, you know, mm-hmm. just doing chores around their house, you know, playing right. gutters. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just stuff that, that, you know, that people need help with. And, Definitely. you know, it's just a, you know, a token of appreciation. Um, 
you know, for letting us, letting them, let us enjoy what we want to do, um, yep. you know, use their land to do it. Uh, you know, it's just, it's all about being respectful. Um, of course. Yeah. And, you know, you know, good things happen to good people is, you know, you know, what we've, what we've always said. And so if you just, you know, treat people with respect and, you know, just put in hard work, you know, good things will happen. Um, and you know, I, I really agree, think 100%. It's a testament to it, man. It's, it just, you know, it's been rewarding to, you know, shoot this deer, but almost more rewarding is still, you know, on the same farm where we put in these food plots and all that work in the summer is seeing those trail camp pictures come in. There's, you know, eight yearling does and, you know, yeah. like seven more mama does being utilized by around. everybody. Yeah. And they're yeah. just run. I mean, they're, they're safe, they're healthy, the herd is healthy. You know, it's just cool to see it, you know, it, you know, it's not like we're complete conservationist, um, but you know, we're doing our best. Yeah. And, of you course know, you care, you care for the animal, man. And you know, we're on deer cast here. So everybody here gets that. Yeah. Um, I, I would say most people do. Um, it'd be weird if they didn't and subscribe to DeerCast, but um, but, <laughs> but shout out to you if you're here. Um, but yeah, I, I, people just think on the outside, we just look like we're killers and they don't get it. Yeah. Um, people yep. who get into it understand like we care about deer on a level that it's hard for someone not into it could even comprehend. So, I 100% agree. But man, well deserved on a big giant buck. Um, you're obviously a big buck killer. You care about what you do, and uh, I appreciate the hustle, man, and and sharing that story with me. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you having me. Um, you know, Deercast has been huge. Uh, you know, for my success too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did one of the Giant Tracker articles for Deercast, and you know everything I said was true. Like we literally yeah. use it. You know, before we hunt. Um, look at you know the pressure because it's hard to find you know barometric pressure and all that stuff yep. and really interpret what it means like to be honest with you i don't even know what it you know how it affects deer i just yeah. you know yeah i look at what deer cast says and yeah. you know that's it'll that'll take the take care of it for me um it's like the but, you it's know, like it's, a swiss army knife for like it, it literally uh, is. It, it really is because i'm with you on that because i like to see it where at the top of the deer cast app everyone here knows of course but and this audio version goes out those people might not know but the way it's laid out, it's all right there at the top. Yep. So it's not like you have to like check five different apps yeah, to right get there. what you need. It's all right there on top. And then it gives you kind of gives you like the formula, whether or not that's good or bad. So you kind of yep. learn it as you look at it. So I, I know what you're saying. Exactly. So like I said, that that's been a, been a good tool for us, but you know, we, you know, our whole family keeps up with, with everything you guys are doing over here um, uh, with your and stuff mm-hmm. and you guys do, you know, great productions and, and uh, love all the videos and hunts and stuff. So, yeah, they're the best. So keep on, uh, keep on, keep up the good work there. And, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to hear some more of these uh, uh, giant tracker segments. Hell yeah, I'm, dude, I'm excited. To, it's cool getting to talk to everybody that's killed like a, a super big buck. Um, and it's everyone we've interviewed so far, just good red blooded American, and they yep. all have like great work ethic. And so it's kind of it's averaging out to show like you said, good things happen to good people and hard work makes good opportunity. So exactly. well, cool, man. Well, I appreciate taking the time real quick. It's funny. I, I just have to show this off only because it's here. My buddy, Austin Chandler is coming to the studio here. Um, he should be here any minute actually, but I picked up his rack for him. He just killed this buck uh, time. We're recording this uh week, two weeks ago. Oh, as I drop it. He just shot this. Oh, dude. It's a uh, 190, uh, 189 and 4.8. Dude, that's gnarly. Look at the look at the hole in that main beam. 
yeah we uh from a fly or something yeah the bot fly hole sounds vulgar but it's not that's crazy but yeah i measured him up i'm an official measurer and i put the tape on him uh the the day the day he found it he let it go overnight and it got destroyed by coyotes which is why it's he left it 16 hours and it was gone 100 percent loss like just a huge bummer but the thing um you know you can see how freaking big it is it's oh, just huge yeah framey with a drop yeah so. it's, i mean these big deer they do the frames are just yeah it's what gets you look at that you so. don't see that on a zoom call very often a 200 <laughs> something inch and a 190 <laughs> that's not that's not something you're gonna get get very yeah. often of. you don't get that at your work meeting in zoom usually so <laughs> pretty not cool i just had to show it off because i have it here and that's why, sweet why not you know yeah exactly i killed a 166 inch buck and then i feel like when this thing's in studio i gotta keep him hiding i got him here <laughs> since we're sharing we're running a little long but that's all right there's mine but it's kind oh, of that's funny. awesome yeah so he looks that's like a, he looks like a two-year-old compared to the one i just held up <laughs> no he's uh he's got all that trash on that on that base yeah that he's um, awesome. got a bunch of funky stuff i actually didn't even see yeah this point it's hard to see on the call but yeah it's all down into his fur i bet right there yeah i saw the top kind of looks like just like a king crab type setup but that's cool man anyways on that that's a stud thanks man sharing big bucks so lots of fun yeah cool man well i appreciate doing this hey if you want to shout out like your instagram or give anybody a shout out or do anything like that go ahead yeah uh if you want to you know follow me on instagram it's uh uh, bp underscore four uh, on instagram um and, you know, I'd really just like to shout out, you know, all those serving, our, serving our country, um, just thank them for what they do. You know, we wouldn't be awesome. doing this if they weren't doing what they're doing. So hundred you know, percent that hold dear to my heart. So awesome. Yeah. Man. I, I do appreciate you having me. It's, it's, it's been cool. Of course, man. Hopefully we run into each other at a show or we'll get together or something like that at one of the consumer shows or something this year, yeah. maybe. So. Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be cool. Awesome. Uh, Iowa Deer Classic. Do you hit that one up? Uh, I haven't been to the Iowa one yet, no, but uh, I have done the Kansas one, and then um, I'm looking at doing a couple more here. Um, actually, doing maybe trying to do a few with Garmin here. So cool, uh, awesome, man. One, so, yep, very cool. Well, thank you so much, man. Everyone, thank you so much for listening and watching. Hope you enjoyed this giant trekker. A lot of big bucks just popped in at the end there, which hard to complain about. So, all right, guys, you know what to do. Go shoot a giant. We appreciate you. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.